Chicago All these years thought I was where I ought to be But times are changing This country is growing And I'm bound for San Francisco Hello, welcome back to Backstage at Brick, your friendly neighborhood podcast all about what's going on in the performing arts department at Brick, behind the scenes, on the stage, and otherwise. That was I'm With Her, a band that was out at Brick Celebrate Brooklyn this summer and happens to be a favorite of our special guest in the podcast studio today, Emma. Emma, hello. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Introduce yourself, full name and title here at Brick. Sure. My name is Emma Osmondson, and I am the operations associate at Brick. Thank you for being here. And of course, I have my favorite co-host, Andrea Montes de Oca, back in the podcast studio. Hello. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just remind everyone what your position here is at Brick as well. I am the contracts and artist services coordinator. Uh, Yes, and I remember a really fun conversation about some of your past jobs. Um, Everyone, go back and listen to our Get to Know You podcast with Andrea because there is some really, really interesting information about Andrea's artist services track record. (laughs) 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 So, uh, Emma, you have been at Brick for how long now? I started in October, so about 10 months. And I realize we haven't done a Get to Know You episode with you before. So maybe this is like dual Get to Know Emma in the Performing Arts Department. And let's talk about the behind the scenes operations (laughs) at Brick. Uh, So... What? Why performing arts? Why brick? What were you doing before? Like, give me your story, but like not the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> this is radio, after all. Sure. Yeah. So I was just in grad school. Um, I spent a year working at a uh, sort of a community-based organization um, that specialized in uh, working in Brooklyn and getting engagement with uh, Brooklyn communities. So that was definitely something that I wanted to stick with and keep to. I'm a big fan of uh, free and low-cost performing arts and all that sort of thing. Uh, Very much into accessibility in the arts as well. So this was kind of just the perfect fit. And here I am. That's awesome. So you've been here 10 months. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you're quitting soon? Like, what's happened? How, are these, how have these 10 months gone for you? Uh, yep. Uh, cut the cord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, it's the farewell podcast, yeah. everybody. <laughs> uh, no, we're, I know that um, everyone has been, like, so pleased to, to have you in the office. Um, and so one of your responsibilities here at Brick is to work at the Brick Celebrate Brooklyn Festival. Mm-hmm. And this past summer was your first summer. Correct? Yes, it was. Yes. And so what what was m- one of the more surprising things about a summer at the Bandshell for you? Having never done it before, did you have expectations? Did something surprise you in how it, things were or weren't? Sure. Well, I was just, first of all, surprised at just the sheer amount of people that show up. Um, when I first you know, heard we have a capacity of 9,000 people at the band shelves, like, there's no way we're going to fit that many people in here, you know? And lo and behold, we had some shows where we had to, you know, pause and, you know, kind of be like, no, we'll, we'll let one person out and then you can come in, you know, that sort of thing. So I thought that was incredible at, you know, how many people turn out for this, um, the various communities that... Um, you know, are engaged with the artists that we had. I wasn't familiar with uh, that many of them when we announced the lineup. So I was, I was you know, kind of surprised to see like 
the enormous fan bases that some of these artists had, and I was very impressed with that. So that definitely was something that surprised me quite a bit. So what happens out there when that many people are there? Is there something, and maybe Andrea, you have an answer to this too, like are there are there certain things that happen? Are there like... Um, I don't know. This is backstage at Brick, so we try to peel back the curtain. Do you have, like, code whatever? Because there's more than so mm. many people, and so it activates this? Um, sort of. So we'll we'll do, like, when we get to a certain amount of people, we'll pause, and we, we have to kind of do, like, kind of like a at a club when you there's too many people in the club. You let one person out, and then you let a certain amount of people back in. So that was something like that. Um, there was it's a, a code yellow that we do. It's... Um, a missing child. Oh no! Um, <laughs> luckily, not too many of those when we have really big crowds. Um, but those that is you know kind of one of our little codes that we do have. Um, that's, that's great. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, really, it's really great that y'all are prepared for that sort of oh, thing. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have even thought of that. Mm-hmm. And then the security team kind of gets uh, informed, and then we all kind of go on the lookout. <laughs> that's wonderful. You know, we had a, a set of coloring pages at the info tent uh, designated for that. We can pass out to kids to keep them occupied while we find their parents. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so is it normally the, the kids that are getting lost and coming to you, or is it the parents that are losing their kids and coming to you? It's kind of both. Okay. Um, yeah, kind of a, a healthy mix of both. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the good thing is I'm assuming that it's always been resolved, and so yes. oh, we're, yeah. we're talking about happy resolutions right. here. So Two I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying this knowing that the the good thing is that it seems like it's a contained site mm-hmm. and that they they are somewhere right oh yeah amongst the nine thousand yeah <laughs> <laughs> usually it's resolved in like a minute so uh, yeah or less. Well, it sounds like y'all are awesome and like really have that um, sorted which is great mm-hmm. what about like are there any um, um, conversations like if there's I don't know like a lot of rain like I know it's rain or shine but mm. is it really rain or shine like what if there's like a massive hurricane I mean what, how does that work? Sure well in the case of um, the night of the Liz Fair concert uh, in at the end of June um, we had kind of some scares of heavy rain and thunder and wind, um, which didn't actually end up affecting the show itself. But right beforehand, we kind of had to evacuate the staff into the building. Um, so we kind of had to hang out there for a little bit. Uh, part of my job is actually to prepare the uh, evacuation slash weather slash, you know, bomb active shooter drill cards that go on everybody's uh, badges so that, you know, when you're if you're on your own and you don't really know where to go, you can just kind of turn your badge over and you have, you know, this is what I do in case of lightning 10 miles away. This is what I do in case of heavy rain. Um, so we come prepared <laughs> with with that sort of thing. So um, that's one instance of, of when we've had to kind of use that tool. That's great. So is it more about lightning, it sounds like, than necessarily like rain? Right, yeah, definitely more more on that line. Um, for our uh, Ailey show, Ailey 2 came on August 8th, um, and in that case, we held the show for about 40 minutes before, because it was raining really hard, but there wasn't really that much of a risk of lightning, so we kept everybody Got there. Got it. Because, um, fun fact, I go to water parks, um, mm. one of my favorite things in the world, and <laughs> it's, a, like, it's a similar thing, that they yeah. actually won't close it or stop 
because of rain mm-hmm. like you can it's actually glorious to be at a water park <laughs> in the rain because no one else is there <laughs> so you have the place to yourself but I had no idea yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so talk about backstage behind yeah. the scenes but lightning is the thing that will make them start shutting mm-hmm. things down so it sounds like a like maybe a similar yeah, yeah there's an exact amount of miles that, that it mm-hmm. is do yeah. you remember the number it's like five, five to ten i is think it's yeah like or, the danger zone kind uh-huh. of and less than that too yeah, it's so, like meaning what Andre meaning that like when it's a certain distance away you start to exactly is when like there's like a specific number that we hit like if it's this close I think if it gets to like I'm making this up but it's less than five mm-hmm. less than five miles away then we shut down then we have oh, to mm-hmm. yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah it's too dangerous oh interesting mm-hmm. is that do you think that that is like a brick policy or is this like a New York City Parks Department everyone be safe policy like I wonder I believe it's it's a, a citywide kind of sort of policy we do abide by all the rules uh, we had a show canceled because it was too hot and the city uh, canceled all performances um, all large outdoor performances because of the heat advisory oh was it that super I remember there was a super hot weekend it must mm-hmm. have been that one yeah it was like mid-July but that was the city canceled thing mm-hmm. exactly the parks department mm-hmm. and it was the first in history for for brick celebrate brooklyn festival to shut down because because of, of a heat advisory mm-hmm. that's so interesting <laughs> y'all y'all everyone come to the brick lab in october climate change and yes. opera we're going to talk all about that <laughs> but that is wild was it really so hot. I guess it was just so hot that people couldn't be outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were too worried about you know people like getting sick and passing out. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was actually out of town, like not here for that like massive mm. heat wave. Um, so I didn't experience it myself. But um, that is really intense. So what did y'all do? You you're supposed to work at the festival. Yeah. I did you. Did you then not have to work? Like, was the whole thing canceled? Yeah, the whole thing. We didn't have to come into work. Uh, we lost a summer Friday, but that's, you know. Oh, <laughs> that's I the price see. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you didn't work. You got a free day, so you have to make it up elsewhere. Yeah. Of course. No, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I yeah, get exactly. it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I would love to hear. So, Emma, it sounds like, if I'm correct, that. Some of your main responsibilities out there at the Bandshell are to hire all of the people who work there mm-hmm. and to count all of the donations. Yes. And so for for anyone listening, if you haven't been to the festival, is that you mean like when you go to the gate and like there's that bucket there mm-hmm. and it's like the suggested donation, like yep. that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep it great. Give five at the gate. Is that really the... Yeah. <laughs> Keep out alive, give us a five. That's so oh. great. Okay. I never heard that one. Yeah, that one's a... I, I think someone made that up this year. Oh. And is, so is there chanting at the gate? Are people um, chanting this? That is one of the common phrases that we teach all entrance staff members to, to say when, when we're taking donations. Um, and, you know... Something that we've learned is that people um, don't always carry cash, so we also offer Apple Pay donations. Um, hey! So, yeah, we've got <laughs> lots of options. <laughs> so is that effective? Will people actually pull out their iPhone and... Yeah, and they'll 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 just tap their little phone to the little <laughs> receiver and, <laughs> and make a donation. Five dollars yeah. later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, do, you get, do you ever get anything other than... Um, money in that bucket 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, there's a Polaroid photo that we got of uh, mm. two people hugging. Very sweet. We kept that in the office um, just kind of to remember the summer by. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, can't give you money, but I can give you hugs. I can give you memories. hugs. Memories. Yep. <laughs> give you my own memories. <laughs> We've gotten like brochures for other events, that sort of thing. That's and funny. Sometimes foreign currency as well, which is kind of fun to track where people are coming from. Oh, foreign currency. Yeah. Do you so do you keep that? Like, what happens to the foreign currency? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we do. Uh, we keep it. We kind of just put it on a shelf in the back room. We can't really <laughs> change it, so it's just kind of there. I was gonna but, say, doesn't it cost money to change it? Yeah, and I don't think we can like ourselves. So it's just kind of we it's just, just our have coin it. collection. Yeah, we just have a little collection going. Uh, <laughs> collecting from all over the world. Yeah, that's so neat. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so. You know, you do that at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. So what do you do in between? Yeah, so for the most part, I hang out um, at the info tent, (laughs) and I'm kind of like a a surrogate member of the team there, um, you could say. Uh, So I'll help out, you know, when people have to go grab food or anything like that. Um, I'm just kind of a a face for people to ask questions to and just kind of provide any aid that anybody needs. I'm just an extra pair of hands for for those little moments. (laughs) That's great. And so hanging out there at the info tent or being at the show, what has been some of the more common um, maybe complaints, maybe comments, maybe good things. Let's do like the roses and the thorns. Yeah. Like what comes up the most from people? Sure. Uh, some of my favorites are when people come up and they're like, "Oh, I love Brick," because a lot of times people don't associate, don't like put it together that we're the same company that puts on the festival. Sure. Um, that we have our own home base, and so when people come up and they're familiar with us, that's pretty awesome. And then they'll take our our little postcards for Jazz Fest and all these other things that we have going on, and they're like, "Oh, well, definitely." come to that like I know where you are I know all about brick so those are some of the best uh, moments um, some of the other times you know there's always characters that you see um, so we get some of those um, every <laughs> once in a while um, a couple times people will ask about you know if they can get into the membership tent um, which uh, you know of course you have to purchase a membership for and some people are not too pleased about that um, but I mean, for the most part, people are pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully, they're happy out there yeah, at their concert. Right. It's exactly. It's a nice night. You know, we're having fun. Um, gosh, I think some complaints. You know, maybe there's not enough vegan options. You know, for some people to eat. Um, What's that joke of how do you know if someone's a vegan? <laughs> oh, don't worry, they'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> love, love, love the vegans out there. Anyone listening? Yeah, love, I love, I love you. Used to be vegan too. Uh, I think that was probably our number one. Um, hmm, that's interesting. But yeah, that's a good feedback, though. It is exactly, and we pass it along. You know, we've got a good relationship with the food vendors, so you know, we let them know, and they do their best to accommodate. That's great. And Andrea, what about you? What are some of the things that you are responsible for out there? Because I know I've seen you at almost every show as well, but you have a very different function than Emma's, I think. Right. So because I handle like mostly pre-production, all the contracting and everything, and there's a whole production team like apart from us, um, my day of role is pretty much the guest list. <laughs> ah, that's my yes. yeah. That's my uh, big um, contribution. 
Um, Very important. (laughs) It can be a like serious like pain point, depending on the show. Mm -hmm. Can be like truly intense. Like saying no to people who maybe think they're on the guest list. Mm -hmm. Has that happened? Um, well, it's actually, so if you listen to my intro episode, you'll know that my background is in clubs and I did a lot of door and guest list stuff. So I am perfectly fine with saying no to people. I love it. Like, the impenetrable I, one. <laughs> I like, yeah, like I feel like I'm usually the one being like, hey, like let's like to the team. Like I'm like, let's be on the same page. Like, cause they'll try to go to different people mm. and what? like, you know, like they're like, we're on the we're on the list, yeah. Like, and they'll go down the road, try it with each one of us. But I'm like, as long as we're on the same page, they are not getting through. <laughs> so you are more than just managing the guest list. You are like the guest list, like bodyguard. <laughs> not quite, not quite. But um, I yeah, I just um, I don't leave too much room for for the BS. It's I'm so not good. it's not my thing. It's so I just good. I feel like I'm just so jaded at this point. I've like worked so many doors and guest lists. Um they have no idea who they're up against. I'm <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with saying no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um to to both of you this being both of y'all's first summers, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um what is something that surprised you the most about your summer at the band shell working the first summer what has been one of the most surprising things something that was better than you thought it would be something that you didn't expect something that made you go hmm like the old cnc music factory song i just dated myself (laughs) i'm quite surprised i didn't see more people i went to college with I think I saw one, maybe two, and I, I kind of thought that, that everybody I went to college with moved here, so I kind of thought I'd see more of them, but kind of a good thing and a bad thing, I guess. More of a good thing. Which really. college? I went to Drew University in New Jersey, so it was pretty pretty close by. It was like a 45-minute train ride into the city, um, and... Yeah, didn't didn't see too many. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shuck. That means you couldn't show off your cool I job. Know, I know. That's that was the bad part. But the good part was I didn't have to see anybody I didn't like. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, you can always put yourself in the alumni newsletter. Right. There you go. You you can still show off your cool I, I'll job. I'll tell them, but they don't have to see me, and I don't have to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Andrea? I guess I would say this the scale of it just like yeah going back to myself like just only kind of only being charge of the guest list like and us having like an entire production crew out there um it was pretty it's pretty impressive Mm -hmm. and like yeah just everyone has their specific job and just like how they make it happen sometimes like four shows in a row they'll like They'll break it down and like have it prepped for the next day, like do it all over mm-hmm. again. It's just I'm I'm in awe of our our the capability of yeah. the entire team and crew, yeah. And yep. the, how we make it happen like that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. The- Sounds like I need to get the crew on the show. Yeah. As are. well. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> I don't know if they'd all fit in this room. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a couple of representatives of the crew. But it is a pretty big team out there. Yeah. 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 Apprentices, overhires, interns. They have their yeah, all the interns and yeah. everything. So I think all in all I had to process paperwork for like <laughs> eighty people. Um, that were Whoa. like rehires, and then probably about twenty who were 
new hires. Um, so yeah. <laughs> is that for the whole staff or are you talking about just the crew? Um, no, no, no. Just for, for the whole staff. There's wow. like probably about like, gosh, I want to say like 40-ish security guards, 15 entrance staff, 15 green team, uh, like 25 production. Uh, so yeah, quite a lot of people. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you're doing all the payroll processing for all of them, yeah. all of the new hire paperwork. I'm getting it, and then I'm passing it on to Terry Ann, and she's doing the, the nitty-gritty stuff. Sure. But <laughs> yeah. And then, like, fire guard certification. Oh, yeah. Or there's there a lot of that. that. Everybody right. needs to be fire guard certified if you're an entrance staff or production or brick staff. So, yeah, tracking down everybody's fire guard cards and scanning those and getting them all into a big binder. <laughs> good times, good times. Good We're times. very lucky to have you. <laughs> uh, so um, I want to give Andrea a chance to ask some questions if she wants to, but I have like a final question for both of you, really, before we get to that. Um, if you have any questions, Andrea, you don't have to. I always do this to Andrea. I'm like, an Andrea, <laughs> kicking it to you. <laughs> so I'm giving you a whole extra question to think about it. Uh, so... Uh, Emma, you've been here for about 10 months. You've had a summer at the Bandshell. Andrea, I know you've been here full-time only for since the spring, but mm-hmm. we you were here um, as overhire last fall. So in a way, you've kind of been around for you know almost a year. Yeah. Uh, so for both of you, I'm curious. Um, I know you're both planning to stay at Brick for a while, but within Brick or maybe even outside of Brick, now that you've been here for a minute, what have you seen that you're like, oh, I want to learn more about that. That's where I want to grow next. I've I've done a lot. I've grown a lot. I have a lot of new information, but this is the next thing I want to learn. Like, what would that be? Mm. I would be really interested to learn about what it would take to bring um, interpreters, like sign interpreters, out to the band shell. Uh, I think that would be something that would be you accessibility. Know, yeah, definitely bringing a lot more accessibility to people, mm. and it's also like it just you know it helps everybody i think mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's like a great thing it you know promotes accessibility it might bring crowds that don't usually attend um and i think that would just be that would be fantastic so figuring out how to make that happen i think would be would be great yeah that would be amazing mm-hmm. what about you andrea is there anything um yeah, I'm really interested in the programming aspect of this festival because we work with um, Office Hearts, um, this whole other team that chooses the lineup. Um, I want to know, yeah, like what the process is behind that. Like a little snippet I heard um, this summer that I thought was interesting was that they're actually in communication with Summer Stage um, because they don't like to, just so they don't do like, two similar acts like on the same day like not too like they won't both have two latin acts um just so it doesn't deter like the crowds like they don't take away from each other so they're like brilliant they're like in communication yeah Yeah. i just want to know that whole like other side of the they're behind behind the scenes of this (laughs) festival (laughs) and that truly helps everybody exactly both us and summer stage and the audience exactly yeah yeah they don't have to like miss a show they don't have to choose yeah if they maybe would have wanted to see both Mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah i mean in a way it puts it's still like they're like putting people into boxes of like assuming that the same people would want to see the same genre but maybe that's not a wrong assumption right no, yeah. I I don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like such an interesting, I'm so intrigued by that. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, it makes sense to me, yeah. like two indie acts, to like yeah. Totally. I feel like you can you can kind of assume yeah audiences in a way yeah without stereotyping right no totally. <laughs> I'm like thinking of myself of like yeah two indie I probably would be like oh who's it gonna be between the two indie artists so um, yeah it totally makes sense. Um, well, cool. That's really cool to know. So um, we have just a couple more minutes. Andre, do you have any questions for your colleague Emma? Um. I guess. How does this compare to your past? Because you worked a music festival last summer before Brick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how was... does this compare? Well, this one was uh, about twice as long as the other one. <laughs> um, I'd say this one also had a lot more of a manageable uh, schedule tied to it in that we got, you know, we get sort of a true weekend in that it's Sunday and Monday off. So you have a little bit more time to recharge and come back ready for the week ahead and any challenges that are thrown at you. It's also a much bigger team, so you get a lot more support from your your coworkers, which is invaluable um, when working on something of this scale. Um, I think those are two like two of the big differences and two that kind of made this an enjoyable experience for me. Um, yeah, and just like being outside too. The other one was it was an indoor venue, multiple oh, multiple venues. Um, it was um, so that was kind of. It was, it was, it's great to be outside and working outside, and I finally got the sun that I need. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all both do look a little sun-kissed. Yeah. <laughs> nice vitamin D. Yes. <laughs> so good. Um, do you have any final words before we wrap up, Emma? Well, anything I, um, I asked that you didn't get to talk about or anything you wanted to say? Um, well, I am very pleased with how this summer went. Um, I certainly learned a lot, uh, made a lot of uh, friends, a lot of memories along the way. I'm really excited for next summer to do it all again and better. Oh, nice. I love that. (laughs) Already thinking ahead. That's terrific. Well, I hope that, you know, between now and next summer that you both get an opportunity to like stretch and spread your wings a little bit and learn a little bit more about the things you're interested in and that you both are here again next summer and we can have these same conversations. Um, And Emma, I probably will have you on the show again and we'll talk more about behind the scenes Brick House specifically, but thank you so much for being on the show today to talk about the festival. And Andrea, as always, a pleasure co-hosting with you. Pleasure is mine. (laughs) (laughs) This has been another episode of Backstage at Brick. We are back for the fall, so keep an ear out. We'll have episodes every couple of weeks. Um, Hopefully I'll have Andrea with me for most of those. This has been recorded at the podcast studio at Brick. Again, my name is BJ Evans. I am your host. I was co-hosted today by Andrea Montes de Oca, special guest Emma Osmondson. We will catch you in a couple of weeks. Be your last love, everlasting you and me. Mm, that was what you told me.